Welcome aboard the story ship. Permission to come aboard granted. everyone, it's Sean Driscoll, your captain. Well, I, I have to admit to you, I'm so glad to see you are joining me today, but I have to tell you something. I told you a bit of a fib. Actually, a really big fib. I told you these stories would only be by children, but I've changed my mind. I've decided that once a month we'll add in, or maybe even twice a month, an adult or a grown-up telling stories. And we'll start this by, well, I'm going to be telling you a story today of my own. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how-to stories or how things come about, and people make up stories about how something might have come into being, like uh, maybe how the fox's tail got fluffy, or the sun goes down at night, or all kinds of stories. It seems we as people have been making up stories like this for a long, long time. And my story, The Golden Deer's a Great Bear, is no different. But it does kind of explain some things that are found around where I live. The Golden Tears of Great Bear Where I live down south on the coast of Georgia, moss hangs from the mighty oak trees like honey dripping from a spoon. And in the evenings, when the amber sun sets, it glows golden. Why, I've heard it told that if you have the ability to taste honey out of that moss, why, you can taste the full sweetness of life itself. Well, once my four-year-old nephew came to visit me and asked, Uncle Sean, what's hanging in those trees? So I told him this story. It was the best thing I could come up with and perhaps makes more sense than any scientific explanation. Now, if you look up in the winter night sky, you can find a group of bright stars known as Orion the Hunter. And the Hunter's known in many different lands by many names, but I like to think of them just as the Hunter. You can also find another group of stars known as the Big Dipper. But if you look more closely, You'll see Great Bear. Well, the hunter and Great Bear didn't always live in the sky. Many years ago, they dwelt on the earth. And this is the story of how they met their fate in heaven and the legacy they left behind. The hunter was the greatest hunter in all the world, and the animals knew and feared him well. But he had one weakness. He liked to brag. He'd tell everybody how he could shoot a bird out of a tree from a mile away or catch a fish with his bare hands. He once told how he wrestled five alligators at once just for the fun of it. Now the hunter had heard many legends about Great Bear, but had actually never seen her. He'd heard from those that had, though, that Great Bear was ten times the size of a man. Her mighty roar would kill a man just out of fear. And it was no secret that the hunter had long wanted to kill Great Bear for the hunter could have no greater trophy than her fur to wear around his waist. The hunter and Great Bear had one thing in common, though. They both loved the land to which they were born and roamed the countryside in awe and wonder of this world. 
Now, on the day Hunter finally met up with Great Bear, she was in no mood to be bothered. She'd taken her cubs out for a walk to the honey tree at the edge of the forest. She climbed the tree and her paws were in the honeycomb. The bees were mighty furious, stinging her all about her nose and biting her tail. When she tried to swat at him, she lost her grip and she fell to the ground. When she came to her senses, she heard one of her cubs cry out. She looked and saw that an arrow had pierced her cub's leg. She looked up and saw Hunter at the edge of the forest. She stood up on her great hind legs and roared. The ground shook. The trees swayed. The leaves fell. And the hunter's heart stopped cold. There she was, ten times the size of Hunter. His knees buckled and his body shook. Great Bear came down on all fours and looked him in the eye. And as fast as any creature in heaven and earth, she ran straight for him across that open field. Hunter reached for an arrow and quickly shot her in the shoulder. She kept coming. He shot another. It hit her in the leg, but she didn't slow. He shot his last arrow. Hit her in the neck. Then she was upon him. And the last thing he saw was the breath steaming from her nose. When she hit him, he flew through the air a full ten feet and landed on his back. She pounced on him, clawing and biting. Hunter struck back with his fists and knife, and they wrestled each other blow after horrible blow. For two days they fought, until neither could move. And when all was still, neither would live. And as their spirits lifted to heaven, they both shed tears for the land they loved so much. The hunter's tears fell to the earth like knives and swords and became the pointed leaves of the palm. And great bear cried tears of honey that can still be seen dripping from the trees here in the south during the evening's amber glow. Well, later in the evening, after I told my nephew this story, my sister saw him out in the backyard pulling moss out of the trees. He was eating it. She ran to stop him. When she asked him what he was doing, he replied, I'm eating the honey from the trees, Mom. She smiled and asked, How does it taste? Just like honey, Mom. Just like honey. There you have it, The Golden Tears of Great Bear. That's from my Critter Tales CD. Check it out. It's on iTunes and CD Baby or wherever you download your favorite music. I want to thank you again for listening this week. Uh, we've had a wonderful time. We've got some great storytellers coming up, more kids stuff coming up next week as well. And I want to invite you to visit us online at thestoryship.com front slash podcast. Again, that's thestoryship.com front slash podcast. Uh, there's a donation button. Please hit if you'd like. And also, please uh, give us a good rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. We'd love to hear from you if you can. Just drop us an email at mystoryshipcom at Thanks again for listening. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>